Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. When two Division I athletes discuss the challenges and successes of navigating life after competing, you get conversations designed by athletes for athletes. I'm Don Sutton. And I'm Brooke Beerhouse, sharing with the athletic community stories and insights to better understand life when your sport ends. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening to this podcast. I'm Don Sutton. Alongside me is Brooke Beerhouse, and this is When Your Sport Ends. So college athletic programs are getting less funding and getting cut altogether in most cases. Two sports that are recurring in the news headlines for being cut or defunded are cross country and swimming, AKA the two sports we competed in as division one athletes in college. So Don and I were talking about our recruitment visits and the importance of that high school senior or junior year for commitment signing. And we decided we wanted to dive into the unfortunate circumstances that many high school athletes are facing at this very moment. We like to call this episode recruitment visits and what we wish we knew, but also expanding on the realm of athletics as a whole. Yeah, definitely. Um, there are a lot of uh, problems posed with the current situation, and there are some solutions that in, that are being taken interestingly enough by various coaches. Yeah, so for this episode, it is meant for high school athletes looking at athletic programs. In particular, we are going to discuss how we would handle the current situations knowing what we know now. We hope that this offers a little bit of insight to our younger listeners, and while we certainly don't have all of the answers, we do have our own experiences and possibly wisdom, if you'd like to call it that, which we hope will be helpful to budding college athletes. But first... Let's take a listen to our sponsors this week. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you are looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. Are you going to be betting on the Super Bowl, Don? Probably not. Yeah, but you know, you can't. You can if you want to. Mm-hmm. From game spreads and totals to team players and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And the casino, the online casino, is always open. It never closes. So you can head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. If you're anything like me, working from home can sometimes mean working from the road. And I've been looking for every excuse to get out and enjoy some sunshine and this weather, working from my laptop, and sometimes you need a Wi-Fi hotspot. I've got you covered. Skyrim right now at skyrim.com is doing a promo when you use the code ROMEWITHBROOK. You can get 20% off at skyroam.com. I use the Skyroam Solis and I, I pretty much love it. So if you're interested, you can go to skyroam.com, use the code ROAM with Brooke for 20% off. Well, we were talking about 
the our recruitment visits the other day, but you went on a deep dive into research on what's going on right now. So do you want to get started with this whole shebang by telling me what you found and then we'll just have a conversation from there? Sure. I mean, I think there, first off for our listeners, there's a very interesting, very in-depth article done by Sports Illustrated regarding Olympic sports Hmm. and the recent cuts that have happened across the board i mean you i think the article posted in june of 2020 and at that point there were already 30 d1 division cuts for sports majority of them being track and field as well as swimming Um, this is Particularly targeted mostly at men just because of Title IX. Nothing against Title IX. Uh, it's just football it's just takes up 85 scholarships. Yeah. And that leaves you to reconsider a whole lot about your uh, where to on progression within your sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go into multiple things, but one of the big ones is the difference between Power 5 and non-Power 5 conferences. So I was fortunate enough to be a part of a Power 5 conference, and I think that it's very important for people who are going into that progress to look at profitability of the athletic program. Um, unfortunately, that's not enough to keep you safe. Iowa is a profitable program, but still mm-hmm. managed to cut their men's swimming team, which is crazy. I remember when, you when think that came about out. That. Yeah. But it also dives into state funding that certain schools are receiving. Um, these are all important aspects that I think high schoolers nowadays have to take into consideration. Oh yeah. I never thought about that on my mm-hmm. recruitment visit or looking at schools. I did not dive into where they get their funding from and how many scholarships are allocated. I mean, I guess I did to an extent because you had to hit certain times to get Mm -hmm. um, like partial scholarships and whatnot. Yeah, but that's just the level, right? Right. It's kind of crazy because it seems like there's now this complete transition into you got to look to see whether or not that program is going to be here within four years. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, it goes to anywhere from the Connecticut track and field team to Iowa swimming to Michigan State cutting both women's and men's programs. Now, there were other portions that really came uh, interesting that could serve as kind of indicators as to whether or not you think that program is going to be there for a while. Ooh, what were the indicators? Well, I mean, you can look up and research. I think Cleveland State is on par with uh, my alma mater, University of Texas Athletics, in the sense of, from a swimming perspective, they are currently trying to build an endowment fund. And for those listeners who aren't aware of what an endowment fund is, it's a fund that has the long-term goal of sustainability for the program. So they raise funds, nothing is touched from that principal or that original earning or donation pool, and they use the interest earned in the market or wherever they put it to fund those scholarships. 
that is something I think I would tell myself in the earlier stages to really keep an eye out for, especially if I was going towards a non-Power 5 conference that doesn't have a profitable athletic program. And you mentioned before that a lot of colleges, I mean, especially um, D3, D2, even a lot of non-Power 5 conferences are transitioning their athletic programs into club format, almost a European format, right? They're doing more club teams, um, but then still having a way to um, compete within no, no I, so that... so I think um, yeah it's another interesting article that they had gone on about was that I had gone into depth about was European clubs right and how that format structure is much better than our current broken structure of the NCAA with these Olympic sports gotcha so they were looking at alternative formats alternative formats so like you end up going to a club and that club has um i guess a stipend for you and Mm. you kind of build on your profession around that instead of and maybe even postpone schooling interesting Um, the tough part about that is you're postponing schooling and where are you going to get enough money for that kind of support? Right. So it kind of falls back into the whole funding issue again. I think um, one interesting piece was uh, they saw, they looked at certain, like a men's track and field program. It costs about a million dollars a year to run. Just crazy. Yeah, and it I mean, is. It's even swimming. Swimming's super high, too, because you have to rent the pool. Then you have your travel expenses. Mm. Then you have tech suits that you're going to want to buy to be competitive, food, lodging. And all of those are just kind of, yeah, yeah. trainers. All all of that costs money. Mm. And it puts Olympic athletes or aspiring Olympic athletes in a certain position where we're probably going to continue to see a consolidation of uh, prime athletes at the expense of people who are uh, a little rough around the edges. Maybe they started the sport late, Mm -hmm. are still trying to figure it out, but that's where those clubs really need to come into play. Yeah, and I think that's interesting going back to the financial side of things Mm -hmm. because I, I really felt feel like I chose Iowa simply from the the fact that it was a great financial um, opportunity for me to to go and not pay for college. I was in-state academic scholarships and such so that I could could still get my degree, but I could focus without having that burden of athletic scholarship. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, so I I would never change my... Um, decision. Mm-hmm. I think I learned so much from Iowa and I, and it was a great, gosh, so privileged to come out of university without any debt or loans. Yes, That's huge. But for a lot of college students and a lot of, um, a lot of high school students that were athletes and looking at programs, they, uh, I talked to a few that would have this view of, okay, well, I love the team and I love the coach, um, but I'm going to have to take out like 45000 a year in loans. 
And I think it ended up being a few people actually went that route. And I'm wondering what their, I suppose like what they would do now in that situation. I think a lot of people should be looking, especially high school students, I would say look at your in-state programs um, and look at what you're saying, like how are they going to be able to make money and like, and support that for the next four years. But there is nothing wrong with going to college close to home. I think this whole idea of like leaving the nest and going mm-hmm. off somewhere far, far flung from where you're from and, and going to university is kind of dwindling out. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think now it's more apparent than ever because you still have that in school funding that um, you can get based on academic performance. Yeah. It's actually proven that Olympic athlete uh, or Olympic sport athletes perform higher within grades and schooling. And I think that that's an important characteristic to acknowledge moving forward. And it's almost like we're going to take a step back in a way to where sports were in the 50s or 60s, where I feel like you're going to go to more of a local college, especially mm-hmm. if you want to compete. You're going to have to walk on via scholar or get the minor scholarship that is. Yeah. I mean, that's another important factor. Know the scholarships. Swimming, it's 9.9 for the whole team. Mm. I think for track and field, which is like 40 people, it's like 12. Yeah, has the worst, might even less. It has the worst ratio. Um, so... Acknowledge local, state and local, mm-hmm. and then as well as acknowledge, well, who are you going to compete locally against? Right. I was just about it's, to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be more geographically centered to a more affordable um, meet environment. Yeah. You're not going to be, if you're in, at Iowa, you're probably not going to be flying to California to one because of restrictions and COVID mm-hmm. and travel, but also... The funding's not really there. Yeah. I mean, I think Ed did a phenomenal, circling back on my career, I, I look at what Eddie Reese had did, and he really did streamline a lot of his uh, meets and schedulings. Mm-hmm. He, like, if we did travel, if we did fly, like our UGA meet, we did that every year because we wanted to face top tier teams. And it's hard within our region because there's no swim team in Oklahoma. And, I mean, we would face TCU and A&M, but once a year. Uh, but like Georgia, we would fly to Georgia. We would bus to Auburn. We would race Auburn, bus back through Athens, race Athens, and then fly out. Two meets. Wow. One weekend. Fast. Streamlined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or tri-meets where you have a rotation between each team every year. Indiana, Michigan, Texas, we all rotated every year. Which location? But we got that prime racing ability to race quality athletes outside of our area. So I think that those are very important things to keep in mind. And I think that they're going to not only pay dividends for that program, but it's also important to recognize what they're doing to save those costs right now. So going back to recruitment visits, the high school students right now can't really go on recruitment visits. They don't have that experience of the overnight and meeting the team Mm -hmm. and talking with the coach, seeing the campus. So 
I've read and have heard messages, seen messages where people have talked about um, talking with coats coaches via zoom or having the girls on at a certain time or even sending in videos Mm -hmm. um to colleges that you want to possibly be a part of their team what would you do to get the attention of a coach right now if they're struggling to find talent but also to be able to afford certain yeah you know programs and they've got coaches have so much stress right now recruiting is is a hard thing to well yeah to focus yeah i think nowadays since everything's postponed right. right it's so much more important now and have an emphasis now of a game film for olympic athletes yeah which is crazy when you think about that but the technology's there right a gopro costs $250. Yeah. But underwater swimming, like um even track, you can set up a tripod. Set up a tripod yeah. and honestly what they can do is they can see okay, they're coachable and as well as providing a detailed profile of what you've been doing um as long as well as like how long you've been in the sport. Um I think that that may be even more effective in a way yeah because it gives you more time to really concentrate on exactly what your goals are within that program Mm -hmm. i think it's important to be more upfront now Mm -hmm. more than ever i do wish like to my former self i would say speak up for the event you want to be really focusing on and give some detailed goals that you'd like to see within year two years. I mean, mm-hmm. be coachable and be a part, uh, be able to, you know, work with it within that program if you commit to it. But at the same time, know your, your, your goals and what you want to work for. Cause I was all over the place. I was yeah. like 800, but I want to work on the steeplechase. I'm mm-hmm. going to do cross country. And that was just, yeah, it was too much. Yeah. And I think having those detailed ones would be really effective right now. Yeah, I think it would help not only the coaches, but it would help you identify what you're specializing in. Now, one of the other things that you and I had talked about it, that I think is really interesting is, is there a need for like a program, for looking for a program specifically for athletics when you could t- be virtual in your studies and then have more time to either train yourself or look for a coach outside of athletics See, and go I that think, route. Yeah, I think that's where the club's going to come into play, yeah. right? Because online schooling is so much more affordable mm-hmm. and, you know, s- swimming scholarships, if you're splitting nine or 14 across 20, 25 people, like, you're probably talking you know, out of cost pocket pay anyway of a a higher amount. So why not focus on a club? And look into races and in certain Mm -hmm. ways to keep training. And I don't know, I, I sort of feel, I know that my college experience was very important and I think that those years do shape you. Mm -hmm. But in this climate that we're in right now, I think I probably would have taking the route more of online classes and then either finding a coach um, for just myself, like a personal coach and, mm-hmm. and traveling to meets mm-hmm. when possible 
and doing more local. Yeah, I mean, it, or staying with your own club, right? Well, I didn't if really your have a club. Shaping. Like, I mean, I guess high, you know, your high right. school coaches would mm-hmm. be a, a one to look at. But if you didn't really have outside coaches and clubs and before college or around that area. I guess you could look for clubs. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you could absolutely look for clubs in that area for trainers or programs. And I mean, yeah, if it, it's the there. way the way that things are going, we're starting to have, I assume, more of an influx of, you know, Olympic sport coaches. Yeah, because definitely. Because with the program cut, I mean, maybe talk to them, maybe talk to or see where coaches that have had their program cut are going mm-hmm. because they were clearly good enough to be at D1, but obviously there are only a limited number of spots. Right. And usually when coaches grab those positions, they stay there, especially at the big schools. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what would, would you, before we finish this, would you go to Texas knowing what you know now? Like, would that be where uh, in this situation do you think you'd, change how you navigated college honestly i mean it's it's such a it's such a different environment and i was fortunate enough to catch the eye of eddie i guess uh, yeah, in that way definitely. and i mean i loved texas i loved my team i would go there in a heartbeat i just don't yeah. know if i would have gotten picking up by texas in this environment anymore yeah. I think odds are in this current environment, I probably would have had to end up going to Florida. Um, and then I don't even know if I would have graduated college. <laughs> <laughs> too I, much surfing. Yeah, too much surfing, maybe ocean guarding on the yeah. side and just being out there. <laughs> it is an extremely hard situation to be in. And to all of our younger listeners, we feel for you and we're here if you have any questions going forward this is you know we we talked about as much as we really could there's no clear-cut way for you to navigate the situation but i think at least leaning on some of your mentors or your teammates reaching out to coaches um talking to your high school coaches just see where opportunities lie and, and make sure that you're doing what's best for you Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.